What it do, baby? Welcome back to Cafeteria Talk, the podcast we talk about eating and everything, just like the Disney table hanging with your boys, your girls, and all the homies. It's your boy Quattro, man. I'm back on the mic. It's been a minute, man. I, I missed this. This is it's been a minute. We we missed an episode last week, but we're back, man. Who I'm on the mic with? It's your boy Slick Ramen. There's no introduction needed. Let's get it. Bro, man, welcome back. Like, not welcome back, because, like, you've been holding it down with Kira and Prodigy. Like, you've been on it. It's been a minute since I've been in front of the mic, and I just, I missed it. But uh, how you hey, been, yeah. man? How's everything going? You good? Yeah, everything's good, you know. that going to be touching down in Atlanta soon, so that should be very fun. Probably the next time I record, I'll probably be in Atlanta, so, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm good, man. Just been vibing here. That's what's up. That's what's I'm up. A little under the weather, so I had to get me a little, me a little bit of water. But I um, that. I'm, I'm in good, man. Just, just chilling, vibing, and and cooling. But before we get into all the fun stuff today, let's uh, let me do a little bit of business real quick. You can catch us on Instagram at Cafeteria Talk Official and on Twitter at Cafeteria Talk. And if you haven't listened to us on Apple Podcasts, feel free to give us five star ratings and reviews. Love to see what you guys think, what you guys you know want to hear, what you guys are enjoying about the show. Um. Yeah, I think that's all the business I have. Um, Slick Rob, tell us about this segment we got to do every episode, for the most part. <laughs> of course, of course. We're about to get into the put-on segment. Y'all already know what the deal is. We're about to talk about anything we've recently listened to, watched, eaten, in our boy Prodigy's case, that we think you, the people, should check out. And we go oldest to youngest. So I'm going to go first. And I was struggling to think of a put-on because I've been having a busy day. But my put-on is... I literally just forgot it. Oh, my God. Oh, no. I lied. My put-on is going to be... It's gonna, you're going to laugh at this one. But it's um, Peyton Manning's um, show on ESPN+. Plus. I think it's called... I think it's called... Peyton's Plays Places? Pey- yeah. Where he... Where he goes where to different he, places? No, no, it's where he breaks down film. It's called Peyton something. Oh, Peyton. I know what you're talking about. I don't remember the name. I, I was thinking Peyton's places, but I know what you're talking about. What yes, you- it's a very. It's actually for all sports fans out there. It's very eye opening to hear one of the greatest of all time critique. You know the up, the up and rising NFL stars like Josh Allen, um, Lamar. You know Mahomes. You know, Justin Herbert, we can go on and on. He's critiquing. Is it, the is it detail? Yeah, detail. Detail. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, detail. Where he breaks down and he goes into detail. That's the name of the show, you know, kind of funny. Where he goes into detail about these different plays and what was actually supposed to happen and what they did to make the play work or what was supposed to happen, how they fixed it. And I think it's very cool from like one of the sh- the sheriff. They literally call it Peyton Manning the sheriff. He literally. The sheriff. He's like the sheriff of the NFL. Like he's he's that guy. So you know it was it's dope. I love watching it. 
you know, as a sports guy, you know, I run the sports here at Cafeteria Talk. It's fun to listen to that. And it even helps me understand, you know, the game even more. So it's very fun. So, yeah, if y'all have ESPN Plus, check out detail, Peyton Manning's detail on ESPN Plus. Like, you would you would not regret it. And also, another show I want to put on, well, since I have Disney Plus, another another streaming service, I want to put y'all on, um, what's the show? Um, Oh, Big Shot. I literally just forgot. I was like, how did I forget it? But Big oh, Shot, the show. Oh, my God. Yes. Such a good that, show. That show is, um, I, no lie, I did not think I was going to be the biggest fan of it. But, bro, I, I'm, I like Big Shot. No cap. I like Big Shot. Um, the, the characters, the story is simple to follow. Nothing too much. Nothing too major. And, like, I just forgot the main character's name. Oh, my God. Uh, Marvin Korn. Marvin Korn. Yes. Marvin Korn and his daughter, like I I love how he's coaching those girls. It's like so fun to watch. Um, and Stamos does an amazing job as the lead. This is such a Stamos role. Oh my god! Like yeah, like seeing role. when they casted Stamos, I was like, bro, okay, now I gotta tune in. And this is so right. Stamos. Like Stamos eats and like all the lovely females in the show. They go. It's all. It's about a, you know him coaching an all girl school. You know after being turned down from Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Having all the Big Ten championships, it's it's so good. Like it's actually, you know, I think Disney does a lot better with their Disney Plus shows than they do their regular channel. So absolutely, um, and I think go ahead. I was just telling them definitely tap into Big Shot because that's really all I had to say. Like I can't say too much because there's still you know the show's still going on, but check it out for yourselves. Big right. Shot. I'm a I'm a piggyback off what you said because Big Shot. I'm enjoying it immensely. Like I. Of, the only reason I tuned in was like, oh, John Stamos, like, of course, like, why not? And I, I started watching it, and like, so far, like, I've, I, I like look forward to like Fridays because I know like I'm getting another Big Shot episode. It, it's really, really good, you know. Um, and like, I, I like what you said, like, their, their shows seem to do a little bit better. I think it's because they, they have a little more leeway to do some things, you know, given that they're a streaming platform, you know, Disney Channel, they have that whole litany of rules they have to follow, you know, with, with TV and, and the, and the, and the things that they can show on, on cable TV, but this is streaming. They really could do whatever they want, you know, even in the realm of being a children's show. Um, but you know, in a lot of ways it's, it's very adult. It's very, very woke. Um, they, they, they do a lot of things to like the show doesn't pander. Like this could be a show that could easily pander, but like, it's not, it's very like, Hey, this is what, this is how it needs to look. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's a, it's one of those shows where it's showing me that like the teenagers and kids, not even kids, they're not that much younger than us. They yeah. may be three or four years younger than us, but um, it just shows like the the way the kids are wired and the way they think now is so different from what we were thinking at that at that age. It just was like they're a lot more culturally aware and a lot a lot of things won't fly like they used that we let fly back in the day. So I think it's really interesting to watch. Yeah, definitely. But moving into my put on, my put on is kind of different this week. It's it's a person and it's also a just an ode to to a, a general group. My put on today is Tiana Taylor, a.k.a. just black women in general. So in case you haven't been paying attention or or missed it, Tiana Taylor recently has become Maxim's number one of the 100 hottest women um, of influence, right? Yeah. You know, big deal, big deal. Maxim does this every year, 100 women. Tiana Taylor is number one, which, of course, Tiana Taylor is like, Bad as all get out, like just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Like the baddest. (laughs) Yeah, right. Influential. She's got, 
you know, the directorial thing going on. She's got music. She acts. She's just all around just an amazing black woman. Amazing, amazing, amazing. But here's the thing. Here, 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 here's why I'm putting her on. So I follow, yeah. her, on, I follow her on Instagram, right? Factual. And she posted yeah. the pictures of the Maxim um, whatevers and, you know, doing all of that. But I want to direct y'all to the caption. I'm just going to read that real quick to y'all. All right, I'm just gonna, we're going we're to stop this, uh, throughout, the, throughout the way. Tiana Taylor says, Somebody pinch me. Maxim Hot 100 to be named the sexiest woman alive by literally living in the skin I'm in. Wow. Let's stop here. That's a more that that's a little bit more literal than that's a little more literal than than y'all think. All right, let's continue. Wow, stepping back in front of this lens has been a journey of self reflection and self confidence. Living up to the name and title of this shoot wholeheartedly made me nervous. As an entrepreneur, wife, a busy mother of two, and working behind the lens in my director bag, I tend to hide behind my sweats and vintage tees, my spiked tea glasses, and whatever hairstyle I mustered up that day under my at the auntie's ink snapback. So I, so as you can see, I don't have much time to be and feel sexy. Okay, you know most women relate. Cool, 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 cool. This mm. particular day was dope because it just made me see another side of myself. I, I had just dropped Junie off at school before leading, le- heading, before heading straight to the shoot. Sweatpants, a beanie, and an army jacket. My hair wasn't done for a shoot because I planned on throwing it on a wig and I didn't have on any makeup. Stop. She had on sweats, tank top, beanie, no makeup, hair's not done. Cool. We got that. That's important. Yeah. Okay. We got, we, we copy that. But when I get there, the legendary Giles Bennett, Ben Simon said, and I quote, let's shoot. Stop. Let's just stop there. Stop. First off, I don't know if y'all heard me say it. Giles Ben Simon is probably the greatest photographer out right now. He literally has shot from like Kamora Lee Simmons, Tyra Banks, Winnie Harlow to 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 the Jenners, to probably every Kardashian. This man shoots like he is one of the leading creatives he on the it. planet he right that. He now. Be on that right, with that camera. This woman came into the shoot. And was like, all right, I'm here. Like, let's get me, let's get me in hair and makeup. And he was like, no, nah, let's just shoot. That does not happen. Beyonce herself could walk into a photo shoot and they put on some blush, like something. She walked in and they was like, okay, let's get started. <laughs> let's continue on. Let's let's just because I'm still, I don't yeah. think y'all really understand it, right? Um, I said, huh? Well, let me at least start my makeup. As y'all can see, I barely had any lashes left. He also says, no, my dear, this is pure. And in regular Tiana Taylor fashion, I said, "Okay, but look, a bitch gotta put, gotta, gotta do some, do her hairs." Hello, <laughs> I was, I was like, "So let me understand this. I will be the sexiest woman alive in sweats and a scully." Um, I guess. As confused as I as I was, my heart also melted. I say all of this to say, in the true words of Audrey Hepburn, another generational beauty, literally one of the finest women of, uh, that's ever lived. Mm-hmm. I say all this to say, the beauty of a woman is not in the facial mode, but the true beauty in a woman is reflected in her soul. It is the caring that she lovingly gives, the passion that she shows. The beauty of a woman grows in the passing years. Embrace and love yourselves for who and what you are, because only the purest heart shines through. Thank you, Maxim Magazine. I am truly honored to grace the cover. Thank you, Giles Ben Simon, for thank you, thank you, thank you, all that. 
black women, I they just transcend everything despite the hate, the 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 disrespect, the, the the things men do to them, the thing white people do to them, the, mm. the most underprotected, you know, group of people ever. And yet this black woman can show up to a photo shoot and like the photographer be like, all right, let's just get started. Robert, she's in sweats, a scully, no makeup on, hair's not done, and still the yes. finest woman on the like What? Women, like I black women like I just that's my put on. That's all I have to say. Like, <laughs> like that. I just I, well, we I saw the, day on that. I saw the pictures and was like, yo, like Tiana Taylor, like, of course, like this well deserved. And then I heard them talking about it on the podcast and I was like, wait, what? Cause Robert, that does not happen. That really doesn't happen. Like and like I know women that are like naturally beautiful and and you know, like my mother is one of those people. Like she's just naturally beautiful. She don't wear makeup, like she just and she doesn't look like she has seven kids. But even if for a photo shoot, she got a doll up. This woman just like showed up. And they was like, let's get started. That's insane, man. But this is our 2021 in review part one. Uh, the last two years we've had this podcast, we've done this in review for the year in a couple different ways. I think the inaugural year of the podcast, we decided to do like a few different pockets of stuff in different episodes i think we did like the movies in review music in review sports in review and i feel like we did something else mm-hmm. music movies tv we did tv and music in review and sports yeah um the year after that i think we did we all did a top 10 moments of the year and this year we decided to split it up into and we'll do from january to june the biggest moments and then we're gonna do like second half of june to december um, the biggest moments, and we'll cap that off in December. But let's go ahead and get into it. We have it kind of blocked off by months, certain days. And we're just going to kind of blow, blow through these, give a little conversation, just trying to keep you all along. But honestly, 2021, uh, a little less than 2020, I'd say, has been pretty eventful already. Yep. But let's get Actuals. into it. So we're in January, the first month of the year. And of course... In true American fashion, we start off with a ding, 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 a terrorist attack. January <laughs> 6th was the Capitol attack where tons of MAGA supporters, um, QAnon, Proud Boys decided they weren't going to accept the results of the election back in November of 2020 and storm Capitol Hill. <laughs> What do you think, Rob? That was a that was a hell of a day. Well, all I'm gonna say is it was the spark of something interesting. And as I look back at it, I'll never forget the day I was at work and some lady came into my job. She's um um she's a regular that always comes in almost every day. And she came to one of my managers at the time. She doesn't my manager doesn't work there anymore. She got a better job, but she came to my manager, my manager, who's a white woman, obviously. She came up to my manager and was like, yo, president going to jail. I'm like, what? And all she's like, oh, my God. She's like, you know, I don't support Trump. But what the, what the hell did he do? She's like, you see the shit on the news? I'm like, no. I look up. I'm like, oh, OK. So another day in America. <laughs> That's all I could think about. And honestly, it's very eye opening how divided we are as a country. Um, honestly, and like 
that's really all I got to say much about it. You know, it showed definitely showed a lot of white privilege there. Right. You know, the lady that got killed. Sorry for sorry to your family. Sorry for your loss. Um. Yeah. But that did show a tad bit. There's consequences for your actions. But it led to a lot of no cap, a lot of funny TikToks. <laughs> My favorite one was definitely I think I think China Ann McLean's, where she was like, okay. If y'all gonna storm the Capitol, just please go to get our stimulus checks while you're at it. I, that was probably <laughs> my that was probably my favorite TikTok. Um, she said, "Please, hey, hey, why y'all in there? Go ahead and grab them stimulus." Yeah, I think most black people, like no cap, most black people when they saw that, they was either like, "If that'd have been me, I'd have got shot," or they're like, "Hey, bro, right? Hey, bro, why you in there? Grab my stimulus grab checks, my please. Grab my tax refund while you in yeah, there. Yeah, my tax refund too. Yeah." But That's really all I got to say about that. Honestly. Everything you said, man. I I just remember like watching it like. In awe, like of course I was upset it was happening, but I just was like, "Yo, like this is like, I couldn't imagine this something like this happening." It's the Capitol. I mean, like literally, Congress was in session, like finalizing the the results of the election. Mike Pence, the the current vice, not current, but the the vice president at the time, was like there, and they were literally in like they had stole Pelosi's thing. Like it was just such a moment for me. I was like, "Wow." It was like our mini version of like 9-11. Cause you know, of course we were babies when 9-11 happened. Yeah. Like that was crazy to me. But moving on um, into the sports world, January 11th, my team, the Alabama Crimson Tide defeated the Ohio State Buckeyes to win the college football national championships. Love to see this, man. Of course, it's my team. I love to see them win the win the thing. And it was bitter. It was very not bittersweet. It was very sweet because um, a friend of the show. He's actually been on the show. One of our sports news dumps. My boy Daniel Peters, biggest Buckeye fan I know. Like we were, we were like not beefing, but we were like very hyped for this game to see our two teams go head to head. You know, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, both would end up getting end up getting drafted later on in the year. They they put on a great show. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course my team came out on top. Amazing game. Just everything about that night was amazing. Yeah, everything you said, um, definitely. Um, it was so fun to watch um Ohio State and um Alabama play the second time, watching Devontae Smith, you know, do what he did in the first half. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, seeing Justin Fields and Mac Jones, who I think are gonna be really great in the NFL. Um, hopefully both of them can get some some playing time this year. We'll get into that probably way later on a totally different episode. Y'all right. check out the next sports news done when it drops. But um yeah, can't wait to see it. Uh, well well I loved watching it. And <laughs> yeah. it was, I just can't wait. I can't because I know them two are going to make magic in the NFL. That's why I said that. But yeah, so right, fun right. to watch that game and Devontae Smith proved everybody wrong. That's all I gotta say. And this one's this one's a pretty quick one. A few days later, on January fifteenth, the MCU, um, you know, started you know what would be very lucrative for them. The first of their miniseries dropped on Disney Plus, WandaVision, uh, starring Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany. Um, amazing, like it really changed the tone for for how Disney Plus and the and Marvel Studios did their shows. It, it was received very well. It was very well done. Um, they won a lot of MTV movie awards. Like they did a very good job uh, with this show. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it too. It changed filmmaking a little. Like for me, um, loved watching it. Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany. They ate, and the MCU got crazier. That's all. That's all <laughs> right, I can really right. say about Wandavision. And, and if you happen to um, want to hear more of our thoughts on Wandavision, feel free to check out our episode on Wandavision. Oh yeah, me and DJ <laughs> yeah. Newell talked a lot about Wandavision. Facts. Moving on. Go check on. out that episode. 
five days later, the country was ushered in into a new era. The era of Trump ended on January 20th. President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris took office. An amazing day, man. I just remember watching the inauguration like, wow, like it's it's not over in a sense. You know, our country has tons of problems, but, mm-hmm. you know, the the hate and the division that came with Donald Trump's presidency would cease, you know, with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris taking, you know, the, the office of president and vice president. And I just was really happy to see that. Very happy yeah. day. Yeah. My favorite thing about that day, I'm not going to be green, was definitely Michelle Obama. Pulling up in the, the oh look at the, 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 the details. details she was slaying um it was so fun to see um you know Joe Biden you know all the memes that came out about him you know having they would say he might forget what to say it was kind of funny but Joe Biden he held himself down and it was good to see you know the era of Trump is over um hopefully it, there's possibilities they could come back but it it was good to see this and um. You know, we're ushered in a new era. We're in the Biden era. So hopefully there's always going to be complications with any presidency, but hopefully something good happens with this. Yeah, of course. You know, you know, there's definitely issues, but, you know, we'll we'll uh, we'll keep going and see what happens. But on January 22nd, a couple things happened. Firstly, we did lose um, baseball legend Hank Aaron, who passed away at 86. Um, I remember learning about Hank Aaron in like elementary school and the things he did, you know, being a black man playing for the MLB at the time that he played a very influential uh, part of my childhood in, in black history. Um, it just was it was sad to hear about his passing. Yeah, it 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 tore me because we were right on the urge of Black History Month and like hearing that like he was an icon like that a lot of people didn't realize. And like I, when I heard about him his passing i was like wow this guy did a lot and like for him to be a black man in baseball you know it, it it stung a little bit i was like dang right 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 we also did get a very special um hbo hbo max exclusive euphoria special episode this one dealt with jules uh aka hunter safer really really good you know i had my issues with it i i kind of felt <laughs> that it kind of did some things uh in terms of chronological togetherness of the show for me but mm-hmm. she the acting in it was amazing you know she wrote it with um sam levison the creator um just by taking shonda rhimes's uh master class which i'm currently taking to work on something i'm doing but yeah man i, I really enjoyed it i know you like the euphoria special episode rock I sure did. I sure did. Um, it opened up my eyes a lot and I ran with it. Um, I've really started to, um, it took a minute for me to grow on Hunter Schaefer just cause I didn't, I wasn't the biggest fan of her character in Euphoria, but you know, this, this um, episode did change my perspective a little bit of Jules and well, just Hunter Schaefer in general, the range she has, like she actually has range and I'm, I really, I, I enjoy her work and like Sam Levinson, I love the dude, like, creative mastermind and it was awesome right moving on on january 23rd we also we lost another um major entertainment tycoon larry king passed away at age 87 um i didn't really follow a lot of larry king but i knew of his you know influence on television and how long his what 50 60 uh, year long career was in tv he's interviewed from presidents to celebrities to musicians 
the man literally was TV. You couldn't think about TV and not think about Larry King. So mm-hmm. definitely a, a blow to the entertainment world. Yeah, like you said, we lost. Like when he died, I literally said we lost the king. Like, and it wasn't right. like no, just because that's his last name, but no, like we lost the king. Like he was an icon. People looked up to him. You talk about TV, you think Larry King, and like it was like wow. It was just another heartbreak that I just was like, wow, this this year's already starting off on a rough end for me. Right. And on the same day, <laughs> a heartbreak in UFC, Conor McGregor was knocked out in the second round by Dustin Poirier. I was yeah. like, what? I remember watching the fight like, bro, Conor McGregor got this. Like, he's going to knock Cowboy slap out. He didn't. Cowboy knocked him out in second in the second round, which was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. You know, me being a sports guy, um... I was definitely, I was looking at the logistics. I was looking at, you know, their stance, their body weight, their history. I looked at their, I actually watched a little bit of their first match and I was like, okay, I'm like, Poirier messed up here. Maybe he can correct this. And he did literally, I was like, he he better chill with that first quick jab because Connor will catch him. And he did that. He played around with Connor a little bit and Connor right. got a little bit of him in the first round. I'm like, wow, this is going to be good. But the second round, I'm like, okay, so that just happened? Like, I was like, dang. But it was... Wild. <laughs> it's like the turning of the tide, honestly. I see, like, this year is like the turning of the tide in sports for me. Absolutely. So, so, our boy DJ Nua was in the room. He's not necessarily on this episode, but we figured we'd have him chime in because this is a, a, a area of expertise for him. So, here it is. On January 28th, GameStop and AMC turned the stock market up side down mm, i remember like i'm not a big stock guy but i remember watching this like amc and game style what the hell dj knew tell us about that day all right so basically the billionaires were betting on uh gamestop to go bankrupt and a bunch of idiots on reddit found that out and were like idiots with money found that out and were like yo buy up as much game stock as you can and the price of GameStop stocks went from about, I think it was about 15 upwards to about maybe 500 in a couple of days. I thought it was some bullshit, some malarkey, some man, ain't no way that's going to happen. I didn't listen. And I tried to hop on when it was at like close to 400 something. And I put 400 in. I'm like, yeah, it's going to go to the moon, go to the moon. Uh, it literally started dropping within hours after I put in. Like by the time I had checked it at the end of the day, I was already down 80 bucks. Damn. And it, it, the crazy thing though is I'm, I'm now I'm just going to be one of those idiots who's just holding. Like I'm holding on to it. Yeah. Um. In fact, it was crazy. You were talking about that. You talked about that. I was literally just checking my portfolio and seeing what I need to uh to buy right now actually because uh interesting like one thing I've noticed because I'm also getting into crypto and I'm on the dogecoin I've made a made about close to 100 off of that even after the dip it's in now and the crypto and stock markets at least just to me like I am by no means an expert on any of this stuff I just do I I, I try to follow the earliest crowds so the stock markets and the crypto markets have been kind of flip-flopping. And so when, when the crypto market's in a dip, the stock market goes up. And then when the stock market's in a dip, the crypto market tends to go up. And Elon Musk is somewhere in the middle of all that shit. Right. You know, he gets a tweet. 
He puts out a tweet. I love I love uh, Dogecoin. Goes up. Oh, Dogecoin sucks. Goes down again. Bro, but, when I tell you, <laughs> I was thinking about like going, because like I only put 10 bucks into Dogecoin when it was like 5 cents. And so I bought in 17 cents, I believe. Oh, so you still up then? You still up? Yeah. yeah. And I was I was telling you guys, hey, hop on that because honestly, I was telling y'all hop on it when I got when it got up to ten cents because I was like, yo, I'm actually like making a bit of money off of this stuff. And uh, we're off topic, but we were I was getting into Dogecoin and I started getting up, so I I try to share what knowledge I have with you guys, of course. Insider trading. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I wish. I wish I was that good. Yeah, but that whole thing with um, GameStop, Dogecoin, it's just been up and down. And GameStop is kind of, it's been in an interesting spot because um, GameStop, it went all the way back down to where it was. And then it just kind of slowly went back up and slowly went back up. And last, like a couple of days ago, it was, I was $50 away from getting my everything back. Nice. So I'm like, I'm gonna just hold. I'm 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 just gonna hold because like that was money I was gonna spend at GameStop anyway from for the PS5 and them niggas don't have it anyway. So hey, true. <laughs> hey, good good point. But later on, later not later on that day, but the same day we did lose an actress of actresses, man. Like one of the queens. If you look at the Mount Rushmore of just actresses, she's up there. Cicely Tyson passed away at age 96. I man, she's such a big part of my childhood. My being somebody who's in the film, like I've seen tons of Cicely Tyson films, and I was like, "Wow, this is insane!" And also, her death kind of made me think, like, "Wow, is twenty twenty one going to be the year that we lose a lot of our, you know, older, you know, patriarchs and matriarchs, you know, in you know, entertainment and and really in life?" I mean, uh, Hank Aaron, eighty six, Larry King, um, how old was he? What else? How old did I say? What eighty seven? Cicely Tyson, ninety six, like. You know, it wasn't like 2020 where people were just kind of, kind of dropping and just you know, and the age is kind of kind of range. Like these these people are older; they were older. Mm-hmm. Are we gonna start losing some of our older people that we like? Because we're gonna talk about other people that were older that died this year. But right. Cicely Tyson, I, I wasn't I wasn't ready for that. Like I said, I was on that GameStop craze, and I think I was going into my choir class, and I just saw uh, Cicely Tyson has passed. I'm like. What did she pass by? This is this is a trick, you know. She <laughs> she, she peacefully pass? passed by a tea shop or some shit like that, right? Or a memorial, and I'm like, oh. And then around that same time, I realized my stock portfolio was going down as well. Hey man, it just it just was it just you know June June January 28 just was not a the best day for everybody. But moving on, and on January 31st, for all of our WWE wrestling fans. Bianca Belair won the Women's Royal Rumble, and Edge wins the Men's Royal Rumble, man. Great event. Great, great, great event. Um, you know, I don't think this this one didn't have fans, unfortunately, but Bianca Belair winning the Royal Rumble, you know, it came down to her and my girl Rhea Ripley. And I, I go lie, I wanted Rhea Ripley to win it. Like, I was, I would have been fine with either one, but I, you know how much I love Rhea, Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Wanted that to happen for her, but Bianca Belair winning it and then finding out my sister is a really big Bianca Belair fan and seeing, you know, this young black girl see this black girl win the World Rumble, I believe for the first time. Naomi hasn't won it yet, right? No, sadly. So Bianca Belair would be in the first. 
Sasha never won it, right? I think Sasha might have. I don't know. I have to see. Well, she uh, if if Sasha did win it, she's one of very few people, black women that have actually done it. So mm-hmm. still yep, Bianca Belair. And then to see Edge return to the Royal Rumble and win it, I mean, a moment. What did you think, Rob? Man, the Royal Rumble was definitely one of my favorites. It's, it's probably like outside of WrestleMania, probably my favorite WWE pay-per-view of the year. Right. It's the first pay-per-view of the year. And it's always interesting because there's always crazy returns. And seeing Bianca. The beginning of the road of WrestleMania. <laughs> beginning of the road of WrestleMania. Yeah. What more can you say? Like, and Bianca, like her winning was definitely something I wanted to see because she almost won it a couple years ago. I was so happy to see her finally hit it you know because i was like this is the year i was like this is the year that bianca needs her push and she got it and then edge doing it from number one was just the craziest thing i'm like edge did that like that's all i could say was edge did that and um it really did have my curiosity and hopes high for wrestlemania but we'll get into wrestlemania and we'll wait later exactly i was gonna say something else about edge but i was like we're gonna talk about him again in uh in the next couple months so we're good so usher's in february yeah, so February, you know, is probably one of my favorite months of the year because, you know, it's black where the black people month. be stepping yeah. up Black History Month. And let's just get straight to it. In February 1st, it started off with interesting, with an interesting way for black people. Our boy, King James, LeBron James, got into it with a courtside Karen. <laughs> and like, what more can you say, honestly? I loved how LeBron was just like, excuse me. Like, who do you think you're talking to? Like, now listen, is listen, you don't need to fight your man's battles. That's what I'm gonna tell the Karen straight up. You don't need to fight her man's battles. And LeBron, I don't blame you. Like, like, I love this idea. This is kind of another start for the NBA putting fans in their place. Like, I loved when she got kicked out. I'm like, mm-hmm. bro, because she was in the wrong for what she said to LeBron. Like, and I, right. and also one more thing I loved how they said LeBron be like and it showed the clip of the Rock walking up and a promo was like shut up bitch I was like yep <laughs> yep that was LeBron to the courts I cared that's a good way to start off Black History Month and what's crazy is real quick real quick what's crazy is if LeBron James actually did that the story would be LeBron tells fan to shut to shut up bitch. Yep. And they wouldn't even think about what Karen did. Like that, that's what's crazy to me. But mm-hmm. really everything you said, man, I, I just thought it was a funny situation. And it definitely was the precursor to NBA really being like, hey, like we're gonna we letting y'all back in the games, but like y'all gotta act like y'all got some damn sense. But moving on. Yeah, and um February 2nd, City Boys might have lost a couple points here, but Jeff Bezos stepped down as CEO of Amazon. And I was like, like wow. This is interesting. Like, he still deals with that CEO. So, like, I'm like, man, like, it's like a lot of these big, rich people are taking a step back and giving leeway for other people. And I was like, wow, this is interesting for Steve Bezos out of all people. Like, I never would have suggested Jeff Bezos would have done this. It is funny because I believe leading up to him doing this, we mentioned him like three times on the podcast with Kick Kev. <laughs> yeah, and Bezos like, he said on a CEO of Amazon. He stepped down as actually we were recording when it happened. I think when when we when I got the news, mm-hmm. um, Jeff Bezos stepped down as CEO to to step into the role of chairman of the board. So like really yeah. got gave himself a promotion. Um, yeah. But real quick while I'm talking, the the on the same day the NCAA announced the return of the NCAA football game. Hell Listen, yeah, we we won, <laughs> bro. Real quick, who you think we'll be on the cover? Oh, the cover. 
Should they do like a, a like all stars? Like you know, because they it's been it hasn't been a game for the last what twelve years. Yeah, the last one was NCAA fourteen, so like right. eight almost almost ten years. Right. And so should it just so, be a bunch of all stars? I would say so because like the NCAA since the last game came out where we had shoelace, um, Demar Denard Robinson on the cover, like we haven't we've seen a lot of icons like you know RG three Joe Burrow, like so many so many gifted college football players. And I think it should just be like an all star thing, like how they did with Madden twenty five when Barry Sanders was the cover. But mm. they should do like a 2K thing, putting different people on the cover, like what they did with like 2K16 or something, because like a lot of athletes deserve that color. And I cover, I said color, like Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, the list goes on. Right. Well, but, um, go ahead to the next day. Yes. Next day we're going to do is February 5th. And man, the acting world lost a big one here. Christopher Plummer dies at age 91. And man, I didn't I didn't know too much about Christopher Plummer, if I'm gonna be honest, but when I heard the news, like and I saw all the famous actors coming out in like mourning, and I was like, wow, let me go check out some of this guy's work. And like he he was a he was very a very transcending actor. I see how a lot of actors like um what's his name? The guy that won the Oscar, Anthony Hopkins, talked about him. Yeah, and I see like levels of Hopkins and Plum well, levels of Plummer and Hopkins, and it was a Tough thing to like a lot of these old heads, you know, they lived a long life, but when they finally reached their end, it's like, wow, it was tough to hear. Um, also, Your thoughts on it? Uh, did you have any thoughts on it? I not really. I mean, everything you said, I agreed with. You know, it was sad to see him go. But yeah, also that day, you know, me and Quattro, you know, we had a big day that day too. Also, because Malcolm and Marie streamed on Netflix. And not just that, y'all. We had another big thing on talk about streaming platforms. Evan Peters. Oh my God, man! Reprised his role as everything changed in the Marvel universe that day. Evan Peters reprised it. Well, he's Fiatro, but he returned as Quicksilver. He, he's Quicksilver. I don't care what nobody says. Yeah, I mean, at that point, all we knew was that Evan Peters was playing Wanda Maximoff's brother, yeah. Pietro. In the MCU, like that's all we knew. Of course, we that's know all you, that's now. all we knew at the time. You just were like, "What?" I like. Th- there's been very few instances where I actually like scream like Shanua in a movie theater. <laughs> I, I was sitting in my living room just watching it, vibing, whatever. I was like, "Oh, they brought back old boy," and they hit. They turned to his face, and I'm like, "What? Like what?" Yeah, I, and they had the huge. little TV clap in the back. I was like, "Beautiful." It it changed it changed the MCU and then also you know with Malcolm and Marie, our baby Zendaya you know she she showed that her, her acting range is so it's like she's getting there like she's really growing and then John John David Washington, what more can I say? If y'all want to listen to our review on Malcolm and Marie, please do. Um, it's tied with I think Judas and the Black Messiah, but yeah. John David Washington, that's all I have to say. I digress. <laughs> right, <laughs> but. Moving on into the next day, which is February 6th, we had the NFL Honors and our boy, A-Rod, Aaron Rodgers won 2020-2021 NFL MVP the night before the Super Bowl. And I will say I wasn't the biggest fan of this awards except really Aaron Rodgers winning because, you know, I believe... I'm not a Packers fan, but I I don't I love Aaron Rodgers and I believe he definitely deserved the MVP. But I I was kind of tired of seeing Aaron Donald winning Defensive Player of the Year. 
they should have gave it to TJ Watt. That's all I got to say. Not a sports news dump. Let's move on. But yeah. I have my, I have my own uh, opinion on that. But hey, we can, we, we can get into we'll get into a twenty minute argument about that one because you know how I feel about my boy Nine Nine. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's a goat. Move on to uh, to February seventh. The next day, the biggest sports event of the year outside of WrestleMania, by the way, okay. the Super Bowl. And we had the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defeat the Kansas City Chiefs. We had the goat dethrone. The rising goat, as I would say, Patrick Sonbury being Patrick Mahomes, 31 to 9. And you know, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers became the first team to host and host the Super Bowl in their home stadium, and they won it too. And win that bitch. Like, like, like at what point do you just be like, Tom Brady? It's like, like you like, there's nothing else you could say, Jess. You hear Tom Brady winner. Like, he he proved that he's right. he proved he's like he proved he's the GOAT. Like, I was like. It took yeah, LeBron just, two years to win a chip in, in LA. He got to the Bucks and was like, all right, bull, like business. Like, like now. So yeah. <laughs> and then February 10th was an eventful day, if I must say. Speaking of Tom Brady, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had their boat parade. And we had the lovely Florida man Tom Brady get drunk and throw the Lombardi off the boat to another boat. Luckily, I believe Gronk catched it. I believe it was Gronk that caught it. it yeah, was Gronk or... it was, no, it wasn't Gronk. It was some no, other, some other. White it was boy. some other guy. But like, we saw drunk Tom, and it was such a beautiful sight. Tom Brady is officially an echelon of a Florida man, and I love to see it. Like, facts. Yes. Oh Lord. Soon that'll be Trevor in Jacksonville. <laughs> I'm ready for that. I'm ready to see Trevor in Jacksonville get his Florida man card. But um, Tom Brady got your Florida man card that day. And then the next day after that, February 11th, we had a little bit of an interesting talk here. For us Star Wars fans, Gina Carano got fired from The Mandalorian. Now, look, (laughs) all I'm going to say to this is um, I had a talk with one of my friends. He was like, Disney is very, you know, they're very one-sided when it comes to the political spectrum. I was like, Disney isn't political at all. I'm going to just say that. Or at least they try not to be. And I was right. like, Gina Carano just got caught like any other celebrity would. She got caught and she got canceled. So, you know. Bro, it wasn't even that she got caught. It was that, like, they were giving her chance. after, Like, she had been, like, tweeting and doing whatever she wanted to do. In terms of social media and posting about her opinions and stuff like that for a minute, like since season mm-hmm. one, because this she this when she got fired, it was after season two. But yeah. bro, like like she had been going on and like they had been giving her a chance, like they had let her have her have her way. But at some point, it got to a point where people were like, "All right, look, like we don't want to boycott, but we will." Like, bro, get rid of her ass. Like, yeah. And eventually, it got to a point where they were like, "Look, you're doing us more harm than good." Like. Let's just go ahead and cut ties before we get this new show, before we get Squadron started. Let's go ahead and get you out of here. And before we get started on season three and now. Right. But yeah, hold on the story. And then, of course, February 14th was a beautiful day in the neighborhood because a young king turned. How old? How old did you turn, big boy? 21, baby. This my birthday, baby. That boy Quattro turned 21. (laughs) But of course, it was also Valentine's Day. um, Oh, bullshit ass holiday. Yeah, man. Screw that. Bro, if y'all want to watch it, a little put on here. Go check out Valentine's Day Take Notes on on YouTube. That was really funny. That was really funny. Yes, February 17th. Man. Oh, 
Tim announced his retirement from the MLB. Now, this was a little bit shocking to me because I didn't see it coming. But I'm not Quattro, but Prodigy, when he heard it, I remember Prodigy was talking. Prodigy was like, hey, bro, legends never die. That's all I have to say. Tim Tebow, correct? Yeah. Okay, cool, okay, okay. Yeah, and he was like, listen, he's like, we already know what's going to happen. And he called this, like, if I could bring him in here, I would. He's like, legends never die. He coming back. I'm thinking he's talking about coming back to the ML. I digress. Y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. And then we had the death of Rush Limba. And Boo. Are- Boo. Deaths was, has been hitting us hard throughout the beginning of 2021. But the next day, we had a big trade happen in the NFL. <sighs> Former NFL MVP Carson Wentz got traded to the Colts for a 2021 third round and a, sec- and a 2022 second round pick. And then one thing about Carson Wentz, I'm going to just say, um, I'm happy to, I'm happy he's back with his old, old guy, Frank Wright. And then we also had Pers- Perseverance Rover successfully land on Mars. Big day. Honestly, that was a big day, like, you know, for the sports world and the world in general. Science. Science, you know, Mars, like, you know, I really want to fill a Mars rock before I die. No cap. But yeah, I mean, I feel like it feels like a regular rock, but. Yeah, know, just, you know, it's from Mars. Like, like it's from Mars. Like, like, it was not here. Like, I'm like, I'm like, dude from Invincible. I got you something. Ugly. Ugly. Real I'm quick fin- before we move on to, to the next day, bro. I, you know. I'm scared of Carson Wentz. You know, this this could go yes. very good or very wrong for us in Jacksonville. Because, like, yeah. the, the issue with Carson Wentz in, in Philadelphia was that he had no protection and no weapons for the most part. Now he's getting behind one of the best lines in the league, a pretty okay defense. Oh, their defense was sensational last year. They were top three. I... I'm scared. This could go very good or very bad. <laughs> so, on to the next day. Yes, the next day. Our baby, speaking of black history, Naomi Osaka won her fourth, not, not one, not two, not three, but her fourth major at the 2021 Australian Open. And it was guys to see, like, I'm a big Naomi Osaka fan. Um, And, like, seeing her, like, edge on her legacy even more, it was very proud to see. Big big moment for the community, and it was gas to see. Absolutely. And February twenty second, you know, is my spiritual day. You know, my spiritual resurrection day. Um, Daft Punk split up, like, like they went. Yeah. <laughs> and then this was also a good day for your boy. That boy, he out. He, he out. out. What what Travis Scott say on three hundred five? Free Bobby Smurda, free Smurda, Smurda. Good Lord. Bobby Smurda got released from prison. And when I tell you, everybody flipped their caps up and was tweaking. Got to flip the class. It hit the tweet. Really fun day. And I'm ready to hit the music key on. I think he got something coming with the baby. Yeah, he's working on some stuff. So I'm I'm excited about that. Moving into March, baby. March, 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 March. The month of March madness and all of that stuff. On the first, the first I woke up. And this is generally how it happens when you hear about big trades in the NFL, but or big news. You just wake up to it and you, you look at the news and you just want to go right back to bed. Defensive end JJ Watt announced his signing to the Arizona Cardinals. Wow. Just 
just to join Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, Cam Ch- what's not Cam Chancellor? What's that boy? Chandler, Chan- Jones. Chandler Jones. That team's gonna be dangerous. Just watch out. I'm, I'm scared. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm scared. <laughs> exactly. Moving on to March 5th, we got this series finale of WandaVision, man. After what was it, nine episodes of just craziness and changes and fighting in different time time uh areas that they were in. Um, just to see this all come to an end, and and you know, we find out it was Agatha all along, you know, it was just all of that, you know, just an amazing yes. finale. Wait, any thoughts on that before we move on? Yep, definitely going to have some effects on Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. That's really all I had to say about that finale. <laughs> yeah, facts. March 6th, big day for America. The Senate, the United States Senate passed the $1.9 trillion COVID relief bill offering up $1,600 checks to Americans um, that needed, you know, dire help during the pandemic you know help people pay bills rent you know kids all that stuff a lot of you know every parent every couple who had children or people that had children they got a little bit extra change um you know that was a really big day i think they're since then they're working on a couple other bills but really really great show of bipartisanship from the country you know that doesn't often have that so you know passing that one point nine trillion dollar COVID relief bill yeah, I like seeing that. I loved hearing um AOC's um response on how it all works. Like she yeah. broke it down very well. Like I watched that whole like 40 minute thing because I wanted to know how in God's name are y'all finna do this? And she broke it down perfectly. And it was guys, like I it was good to see it. Shout out. And I'm glad you brought her up just real quick. I you know, I may not agree with all of her policies or whatever, or everything that she, you know, stands for or whatever. And that's fine. I'm, I'm no politician is I'm going to hundred percent agree with, but I love yeah. how AOC really takes it to the people. You know, she's going to like, you know, she did this for the first time they, they released a bill or anytime like she's putting out new legislation or something like that. She'll hop on Instagram live, like in sweats, like she's not going to hold a press conference. Like she'll just hop on Instagram live and like, Hey, Drop your questions. Like, let's talk about it. Like, I remember her and Megan Rapinoe talking about the first uh, COVID bill and just really answering people's questions and really, you know, getting getting out there. I really like that about her. Yeah, that's um, in New York. New but York March style. 7th, we get into the NBA All-Star Game held in Atlanta. Team LeBron defeated Team Durant 170 to 150. Crazy game. I think I may have missed it, but crazy game. Um, any thoughts? Yeah, it was good to see. Um, I wasn't the biggest fan of the All Star because I thought it was just a cash grab, like Kid Kev said on the on our um, sports news zone when we talked about it. But it was cool to see and um, good hearing. You know, them still carry on Kobe's legacy with the Kobe Bryant Award. I, I think Giannis won it. Yeah. So yeah, good good thing to see. Awesome, awesome. A few days later, moving into March 11th, President Biden signed the COVID relief bill into law. You know, of course, the Senate passed it, and then you know. Joe Biden signed it into law and checks started being uh, disseminated across the country immediately. Still waiting on my Joe, but I know you got me. Um, I got mine and I was like, sensational. Right, yeah. Uh, moving into March 12th, man, this one was, this was kind of crazy. I remember talking about this at work. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's interview with Oprah uh, dropped on OWN and oh boy, it was very telling of what was going on uh, across the pond over at Windsor. 
um, yeah. you know, talking about the, the the racism, the the subtle remarks, you know, wondering how dark her baby was going to be as if she just knows that off the top of her head. Like, really, it was really telling, you know, because you got to remember, like, the, the English monarchs are, you know, they're monarchs now, like, in the times that we've seen them in the last 20 years. You know, they've been pretty chill. You know, you, you tune it. America tunes in, you know, every time they have a royal wedding or whatever. Um, but, you know, they were calling they're colonizers. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> they're call, like they would, nobody should be surprised. But it just was like, oh, fuck. Like, that's crazy that that that, that ha- that's happening. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Any thoughts on that? From one? Yeah. Every, basically, everything you said, I was like, well. This just escalated quickly. Like that's right. literally what I thought when I when I watched it. And shout out Harry, man. Harry said, "Hey, this is my woman, and I'm sticking by him. Like I'm st- this my man, I'm sticking by him. Like, bros, like, hey, y'all not gonna do what y'all did to my mother, Princess Diana, to my wife. Like, we're not doing that. And like, yeah, that's crazy. But March 14th, the 63rd Grammy Awards, um, Beyonce becomes the winningest artist." Of all time with 28 Grammys, man. I mean, deserved. <laughs> Go ahead. Bay Cello, you know, Queen B. That's all I gotta say. She ate and shout out to um also my girl Meg. You know, right. Meg the Stallion got her little moment with the Queen. It was so fun. To see one of your idols and you win a Grammy together was so beautiful to see. I love seeing Meg the Stallion get a moment, and then Beyonce just like I love the meme of her face. She like, huh? Like I love Beyonce, man. It was yeah, so good. Yeah, man. They couldn't, couldn't, couldn't be a better artist that could deserve that many accolades. And I believe Actually. at that point now, she's the most awarded female singer of all time. So, awesome. Yeah. Um, also, on the same day, man, this was like, this was this was a day for me. New Orleans Saints QB Drew Brees announced his retirement after 20 seasons in the NFL. The writing was on the wall after last year's season, but it just was like, Drew Brees is one of the, the 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 players that got me into football. Like, I think one of the first Super Bowls I watched was um, when he played and won the Super Bowl that year. Mm-hmm. And Drew Brees from then on has been one of my favorite players. He's a great guy. You know, he puts his foot in his mouth, you know, like anybody, you know. But, you know, he he's one of my favorite guys. He's a family man. He loves God. You know, I was really happy to see him, you know, make it out of his football career and move on to his next thing. So, Drew Brees retiring, man. I know you got thoughts on that. I'm just happy he's out of the NFC South and because we was tired of playing him every year, me and my Panthers. But an icon, and it was hard for Drew to retire because I grew up watching Drew Brees. Like, one of my favorite teams plays him twice a year. So I get to see right. two good games with him, even though he dominated and straight us half of the time. Like, he really is one of those... When you talk about, like, all the records he broke, he, the record breaker really is gone. Like, passing y'all... Like, Passing completions in a, in a game, passing completion rating in a season. Top the pass top, record period. Pass record, like one the more touchdown record say. period. Like, like the goat. Like he's a goat. He's the goat. And like I feel bad. He never got to win an MVP, and you know he never got a second Super Bowl that he fought hard to get. But he man, really, dog, he, and he got so close in the last few years, bro. And he got so close. And like when I tell you that, when you talk about quarterbacks that you strive to be. Like, Breeze is up there. Like, he's up there with, like, Peyton and Tom. Fact. fact. Moving on to March 15th, man. 
NFL free agency. We have a whole episode dissecting all these crazy moves, but NFL free agency was one of the craziest it's been in a minute. Um, yeah. So next thing, yeah. March 16th marked a very sad day. Uh, we had the eight, the Atlanta gold spa shooting where I believe it was six um, Asian masseuse, uh, Asian masseuse, masseuses. I think that's how you say that. Were murdered um, by a lone gunman. Um, really sparking the the anti-Asian hate movement. Um, it just was really a sad thing. It was just like, A, that like something like that could even happen, and B, that like, you know, a whole movement was sparked from it. It just was like a very sad day. Yeah, it was tough to watch. Like, it was gut-wrenching. And I was like, dang, do I really want to move to Atlanta? That's literally what I said <laughs> when yeah. I saw it. And I feel I feel so bad. Like, and I and I was that oh ooh, I it was hard to see that, and it really illuminated a lot of issues that you know you know of course twenty twenty last summer a lot of well not a lot of issues were illuminated we all know what the issues are with the black community yeah. and police and all that stuff but I learned a lot about what Asian Americans were going Asian American Asians all over the, all over the world were going through you know through the movement that was arisen so like I that was really cool I was able to talk to some of my friends about it like oh wow like. I knew, like, because we're all minorities, we all get oppressed, but I didn't know to the extent, especially because of the pandemic and the president yeah. at the time, you know, all that stuff. But moving on to March 18th, my Christmas, man, my, one of my Christmases, dog. Like, this, I've been waiting on this. I remember being at work when this was announced and literally losing my shit. Zack Snyder's Justice League streams on HBO Max. I sat there for all four hours and watched every piece amazing you know for Zack Snyder to finally get to live out his his vision of the film you know after having to step away and have Josh Whedon take over wow it was great I'm just amazing and you can also hear our episode about that too we have a review about that too <laughs> yeah all I'm gonna say about that is the filmmaker finally won over the company and it was so good right. to see Zack Snyder get his moment that he wholeheartedly has deserved and did not disappoint and it showed the potential and the potential DC Loki can still get with Zack Snyder. Absolutely. Moving on March 19th. Saweetie confirms breakup with Quavo. I'm not sure why I put that in there, but you know, a lot of things came out of that story as, as the months went on, but Saweetie's so beautiful. <laughs> she uh, is. Also the Falcon and the winter soldier, the second MCU series begins streaming on Disney plus. Um, really good pilot. You can also hear our review on the Falcon and Winter Soldier as well. <laughs> yeah, you can. And um, all I'm going to say about Sweetie and Quavo, City Boys may or may have not lost points there because Sweetie, bad as hell. Yeah, but, I, yeah, nah, if I get Sweetie, I ain't never letting her go. Like, I can't I'm, let her go. She like, cheat on me, I apologize. I'll be well, like, we, I'm yeah, I'll apologize. She cheat on me. I'm like, what can I do better? <laughs> what can I do better, baby? Tell me. And then the Falcon and Winter Soldier, Marvel stepping up their game. I love it. I love it. And then moving on, March 21st, WWE Fastlane. Nothing much. You know, another another notch in the road to WrestleMania. Uh, March 22nd, the Colorado grocery store shooting. Ahmad Al-Aluiya, Alisa, killed 10 people in a Colorado grocery store. It just was like, uh, uh, not even, not even maybe a week later um, from the from the ATL Gold Spa shooting. Um mm-hmm. In Colorado, another shooting, just letting everybody know just how important gun gun reform is in this country and how people could just come in and, and kill people is is insane. Even with the pandemic, the numbers of gun of gun violence is still up, which is sad. Yeah. 
Um, I just I shook my head at that. You talk. I remember you talking a lot about this. March twenty fifth, uh, GCU basketball player Oscar Freyer dies in a car accident. Uh, it was really sad to see such a young player go and right at the right in the cusp of what he could have become, whether he went to the league or what else or whatever. Just to see him so young. Uh, yeah. What did you think? I I just was like, why are like why is all of these young kings dying young? Like it was hitting me hard because. I'm like, this dude, like, literally, he was a first-round pick. No one could tell me otherwise. And, like, hearing that was unreal. I'm like, I just watched this dude ball out. What you mean? What? And it it was so, I the first thing I did, like, I was just, like, I was praying for his family because he was a rising star, and he had so much potential. He was going to do great things for him and his family. And um, right. the NCAA, his teammates, I felt so sad for them and, you know, Man, yeah. it was rough. It and they they were in the midst of, of March Madness, you know? Like, yeah. they, like that that is just incredibly yeah. sad. But this next moment, probably the biggest moment uh, of March. Definitely. Lil Nas X dropped Montero, the controversial. Um, because of its controversial overtones of Satanism. Like, it, I remember watching the video because, like, anytime that, like, something like this happens— I I will first watch or read or, you know, check out whatever it is, because I'm not going to have an opinion on something that I haven't watched or seen. Mm-hmm. So um, I watched the video and was like, and actually the song in and of itself, like as a song, it's fine. Like, I really enjoy it. But the video, I was just like, oh, <laughs> OK, that's um interesting. And it, it like I'm not one to be like, oh, he's gay or, you know, like he's dancing. Gay. I'm No, it's whatever. He that's his business. It just was like the satanic stuff. I was like, hey, you really want to play with God like that? Like, I ain't, I ain't, mm nah, play. <laughs> what did you yeah. think? I, um, I, I didn't watch the video. Um, I, I never watched, I haven't watched the video full throughout. Um, it's mm-hmm. just, I just knew it was something I wouldn't be able to partake in. Of course. I kind of, all, like, I kind of really didn't say much on it. I just sat back and was like, well, this is um well this is something like that he wants to do. I'm not gonna hate him for doing what he wants to do, but you know, just check yourself because we all gonna have to answer to somebody when we die. That's all I had to think about it. The That's song <laughs> the song do gotta be dope, like the beat is fire, but I was just like, Oh Lord, I'm like, God God help us. <laughs> yeah, like that that was my thing. I was like, Hey, like, hey, do your thing, like hey, hey, what 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 the Bible say? It says, Hey, uh hate the sin, love the center. Like so yeah. Whatever. Uh, next day, Lil Nas X announced the Satan shoe. 666 pairs made. It retailed for $1,000 and contained one drop of human blood. Um, And by the way, Nike was not having that. They sued the ass off of him and were like, now you can't buy that shoe through Nike, at least. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, and I, I hate it because like. I'm not going to lie. As someone who really enjoys sneakers, especially the Air Max 270, it's a very nice looking shoe. Not even going to lie. It's a very oh, nice Oh, no. It look ass. It but do. I ain't going to put them. I ain't never. Not to the feet. Hell no. Like, oh, no. You, black people play about a lot of things. That that The devil? No, sir. Can't. You can keep yeah. that negative. Yeah, you can keep that. Like... I literally said, hey, bro, you can have that. That's literally what I said. <laughs> yeah, bro. I mean, as far as the shoe is, bro, I ain't going to be able to put them on the feet, bro. I ain't yeah. finna. A lot of things going to be on my on my transcript when I get to heaven. That ain't going to be on there. <laughs> but, <laughs> but move move us into uh, to, to April. Yes, April. April. 
And April started off with a bang because April 5th, we had Baylor defeating, dethroning the Kings of March Madness, Mont Gonzaga, 86 to 70 in the final game of March Madness. Well, the men's March Madness. And when I tell you, I felt like a goat that day because I picked Baylor to win it all back in February. And I was mm-hmm. like, when it all happened, I'm like, bro, it, it's just like I called it. My bracket, of course, everybody's bracket was messed up, but at least Damn, my final Oral Roberts. Was, Oral Roberts. Oh, I can. Oh, Oral Roberts. I hate you because, like, you ruined my bracket on the first day. I'm like, bro, after they went, after they won, I believe like 15% of brackets were the only ones that were intact. Yeah, like, I'm just like, I thought everybody, you had Oral Roberts? Hell no. I'm like, well, dang. And like, it was so fun to see Baylor play really good defense. And like, that was a really good game. And they showed they ain't nothing to play with. And ooh, this was a good, this was an interesting one too. The Prince, on April 9th, Prince Philip passed away at age 99. He almost hit the century mark. Man, I'd be so pissed to die at 99. I'd be, be mad. So I'd be like, God, why can't I just why can't I just hit the hundred and be like well, I ain't gonna question God, but I'm gonna be like, Dang, I ain't question I, I couldn't hold out. I gotta hold out real quick. Let me let me get the extra poems real quick. Let me get the extra poems. And then also icon legend DMX passed away at age 50. Man, that was tough. That was that was a tough pill to swallow. I could have all day about that, but we ain't got time for that, man. It- RP. Real quick, oh, but it was like literally, I was telling my dad about this when it happened, like maybe a year before this happened, a year before last, you know, barring COVID. Before COVID, he had had like the spread in GQ, like he was like, he had his life on track, like was working on music. Yes. And, and like he died with was overdose, I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah. It just was like, wow, that is an, it's just insane, man. You just never know what people are going through. Hold on. Wait. Paul Stein. What's up? Oh, I'm <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> bro, y'all better tell hey, bro. You better tell her about herself, bro. Better tell her. You don't show all these problems, bro. I promise you. <laughs> all right, let me let me answer this back in. We're talking about DMX. Oh, we got okay. All right, and we'll start. All right. Then the day after that, we had one of my favorite nights of the year, the first night of WrestleMania 37. And all I'm going to say is the main event was a moment for black history. Bianca and Sasha main event in WrestleMania. Just, I digress. We had a whole episode about that. If y'all want to hear it, that so beautiful. Bro, Anything I, you want to say about that? Yeah, man. I, same as you, man. I just, my favorite part of the night was watching Bianca and Sasha tear it up at the end of the night and watching my little sister, Watch these two black women headline WrestleMania was is a highlight that I'll probably keep for the rest of my life. But yeah, WrestleMania, and then also you know seeing fans back, you know, yes, that amazing, like just electric. Um, and then Bad Bunny. Wait, I think Bad Bunny was night two. No, he was night. No, one. he's night one. Yeah, uh, Bad Bunny in his match with against the Miz and John Morrison partnered up with. Give me some. No, no, I got it. I know his name, Damian Priest. Damian Priest. That was amazing. Um, and then the day after that. Night two. Night two of WrestleMania 37. I have on the freaking... Uh, I, we had an episode about that. I ain't got much to say. Um, oh, I really have no... I don't have restart, that much to say. Restart night two. 
All right. Then the day after that, April 11th, we had night two of WrestleMania 37. I really don't have that much to say about it. Um, Yeah, we had an episode about it if y'all want to listen to it. We had our boy, my boy Sensei. Our boy Sensei finally made an appearance on that. So y'all want to check that episode out. But I have I don't have that much to say about night two of WrestleMania 37, if I'm being for real. Facts. Um, yeah, I mean, night two, we we covered it all in our episode with Sensei. Also one of our most successful episodes, by the way. But yeah, we covered all this. But on to the next day. Yes. The next day we're gonna get to was April 16th. <sighs> Dante Wright is killed by a Minnesota police officer, Kim Potter. And I Oh, I was, I remember I was, this day I was in the middle of writing some stuff for, um, for, oh, I don't want to say it's a spoiler, but I'm writing something and like, I was just like, bruh, this is ridiculous. Like I, I hit a writer's block when this happened. I couldn't think. I'm just like, are things getting better or worse? Like what is going on? Like, I just don't understand. I just don't understand the world right now. Like in regards to police officers and situations with police, like it's not nothing like nothing is changing. I would figure that something would get come better, but like nothing, nothing's changed. That's literally how I felt about it. Nothing's changed. I felt so, I feel so bad for his baby mom, his, his, I believe his son, mm-hmm. like he was a father. Like that's the main thing that hurts me. Like someone lost their father and I'm just like, wow. Absolutely, man. Just terrible terrible the day after that we had a crazy situation that boy jake paul entered the boxing ring again and knocked out ben Askren. now listen ben old that's all i'm gonna say about that jake you he old like you got tougher competition obviously we can get into that later but like <laughs> when he knocked out ben i was like i, I wasn't surprised because ben's old and i'm just like jake like I get what you're trying to do here, but like, bro, can you make it more interesting for me? Yeah, you know, just it just adds on to the balloon that is Jake Paul and Logan Paul, man. Like, I don't, I don't understand yeah. what happens here. But I don't continue on, my friend. Yes, April twentieth. Speaking of things changing, that man Derek Chauvin was founded guilty for the murder of George Floyd, and. It was a tiny, tiny, tiny spark in change. Um, my what I thought about this was okay, good. That's great. Not surprising. I wasn't surprised. Like I was a tad bit, a tad bit surprised, but then I wasn't surprised. Just how how much national news that broke when the whole situation happened. I wasn't surprised that man was found guilty. And I'm just like, but we still, there's still a lot more to do. Like we still have more work to do. This I literally said in Instagram caption, "This is just the beginning, y'all boys," because this literally is just the beginning, and like, right, so much more that needs to be done. Yeah, man, I I can't say when I was when I was watching, I was like ready for the possibility that you know he gets off, or I was ready. Yeah, you know, I, I was a lot, I was a lot more ready to live in a world where he got off than you know for them to say guilty. When they when they said guilty, man, and just the relief, I was yeah, like, yeah, relief. man, this is. I, I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and say like, oh, this is gonna everybody's gonna you know now you know get get what they deserve when, if when they do something like what he did, but you know it, it definitely was good to see that like somebody is holding someone accountable for doing something that was incredibly egregious. So 
you know, hey, like you said, Indeed. small, 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 small spark in in the in the fire for change. So, um, moving on. Yes. Next day, we had. Oh, I love this one. UFC 261. Usman knocks out Masvidal. Bro, oh when I tell God. you, I was watching this. This was a oh, that man's thing. Give me that. Come here. Oh, oh, oh. oh I was like, Ooh. that was said. Oh, he hit him with the with the with the strength of the ancestors on that one. He really did. And when that man went back, I just saw all the memes on Instagram, and I was on Twitter that night. It was like, hey, bro, we smoked that Masvidal pack. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> That was that was a really good fight. And like, bro, like I love UFC. And it was good to see Usman get a win that way, bro. It was dope. Absolutely. And then the next day after that was a, you know, it was the 93rd Academy Awards. All I'm gonna say about this, um, my favorite highlight of the Academy Awards was what's her name doing the butt um from Spike Lee's movie. Um, oh my god, I just forgot her name. But that was my highlight. Well, that and Daniel Kaluuya winning um, for Judas and the Black Messiah. Um, Barry Gass. It, it, it was a little weird to watch the 93rd Academy Awards um, because, you know, obviously the lowest rating it's ever had well, of viewers, and which made sense. And then, you know, all the people that died in the industry was rough. And then the tribute to Chadwick Boseman, bro, broke my heart. Still can't believe he's going. But... Yeah, 93rd Academy Awards, you know. It was a very eventful night, especially for the black community. Like the black community, we we took we overtook the Academy Awards that day. <laughs> right. That's, that's all I gotta say. And shout out to her. Shout out to her for winning her award. Uh, absolutely, and then, absolutely. Uh, during that week, draft day, Johnny Manzet, April 29th, um, the first round of the NFL draft started. And we have a whole episode about that. Like but of course, we have to mention Jacksonville Jaguars yes, got the generation Jaguars. of a lifetime in Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. We got sunshine. Man, just I wish I was in Jacksonville when it happened. You know, like I, I had friends that was there. They were telling me, like, bro, it's like it's electric here. You know, like the air is changing. Like, yeah, we have the number one pick for the first time in our 26 years being an organization. Yeah, we got a generational quarterback. It's possible we we win more than one game. You know the bar is very low. We got new we got new head coach Urban Meyer. We got playmakers. We got we got it, man. Like we yeah, we got to do something this season. Let's but moving on. It was good to see these. This we're almost done, guys. Into May, not a lot of news. First, we have the end of the NFL draft. Of course, we saw lots of guys' dreams get uh, lots of guys' dreams be achieved and making it to the NFL. Um, oh my God, we forgot to mention one of the biggest stories of draft night. So, a little bit before the draft started, before uh, Trevor Lawrence was taken to Jacksonville, there was a tweet. A lot of tweets going on during draft day, but this tweet in particular turned the sports world on its head. It was a tweet from Adam Schefter, and he said. Jaguars personnel have <laughs> allowed Tim Tebow to have tryouts, you know, to make the Jaguars football team. Okay, cool. That's a tight end. But wait, dot, dot, dot. He's a tight end now. We were, I remember me and my friends looking at this like, but this has to be fake. There's no way. And Tim Tebow recently has signed with the Jaguars to try to make the team. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 all you gotta say. Just wow. 
Yeah, wow. But move us into the to the next piece. Yes. Or, it's me, my bad. May oh, 6th, yeah. Jake Paul takes on Moy- Floyd Mayweather's, takes Floyd Mayweather's hat in an altercation in Miami. Wild, um, why would you do that? Like, I feel like that's like poking a bear. Um, yeah, any thoughts on that altercation? <laughs> cash grabber. That's all I had to say. I'm like, a cash grabber for a fight that I expected to be kind of ridiculous, and it was. Exactly. That's all it was. That's all I had to say about that. But uh, May 22nd, the NBA playoffs has begun. We are in the thick of it as we speak. What do you think? What do you think of so far? Crazy. Just leading up to the playoffs, the play-ins, like thinking about the teams that was fighting for spots. And my favorite moment so far this season was when Curry and LeBron went at it that night. Sensational play the playoffs. Oh my God. Like, the playoffs are like, we really like, I'm saying, we're seeing the tide of the sports world change. Like, photons are being passed. Like, Ja Morant, Luca, just Aiton, and um, Devin Booker, you know, seeing all these bright young stars doing it big in the playoffs. Jokic, all that. We're getting to Jokic in a second, too. But, like, it's this is the tide. The NBA playoff. The NBA, like, the era of the NBA is churning. And it's so fun to watch. Absolutely. Yeah, man. I just, um, I'm ready, man. It is crazy. Um, like, and moving into June, June 3rd, the LA Lakers were eliminated in the from the playoffs by the Suns, 113 to 110, um, taking the series four to two. First time LeBron James has been eliminated, eliminated in the first round in 14 years. We're going to have a new champion this year. Yeah. Like I said, the tide is turning in LeBron. Time to get ready for press for Space Jams, too. <laughs> Bro, did you see my tweet? My tweet, I tweeted that, and I, it low-key blew up. Like, it, I low-key got a lot of likes on that tweet. Sensational. <laughs> but uh, June 5th, Jake Paul versus Floyd Mayweather. Uh, what'd you think? Did you see the fight? I, I ended up buying I did. pay-per-view. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was very funny to watch. Um, honestly, I give Jake Paul his credit for even stepping in the ring with Mayweather, even though Mayweather kind of toyed with him a lot. But it was actually very interesting to see, and like, I liked it honestly. Awesome, awesome. Um, last thing, June eighth, Nikola Jokic wins the twenty twenty one NBA in MVP award. Well deserved. Well deserved. First big man since. Shaq, who daddy Shaq wanted back in the day. And like, I, I love Jokic, the Joker, and he's he's blowing stuff up in the NBA. Like, just to get a little nod to DC there, because the Joker loves to blow stuff up. <laughs> Absolutely, man. I actually, as as we're recording this, I, I kind of just throw this in there since we're talking about like kind of bigger news that happened this year. The Aquaman sequel just got its name released. Uh, the, sec- the sequel to Aquaman will be Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. That's kind of interesting because Atlantis is a lost kingdom, but you know, hey, <laughs> we'll see what happens. But I'm excited for that movie. Um, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode and all the things we talked about. It's already been a huge year. Um, things are starting to kind of get back to normal. Movies are open back up, business is open back up. And um, yeah, man, Rob, this has been 
a great a great episode with you. And you know, we we want to echo here at the table. I'm sure Kev, Nua, Prodigy, and Spicy Kira all echo how proud we are of you heading off to your next chapter over in Atlanta, going to film school to do bigger and better things. Um, we're so happy for you. We can't wait to see what you do. Appreciate that. Uh, um, anything else before we go ahead and wrap it up? Yeah, y'all keep riding with us. Um, we're gonna be posting more videos on the YouTube. I've got some videos working up there, so y'all stay tuned. Some are just beginning, y'all boys. Yeah, man. Um, you can catch me on Instagram at Quattro IV with the period between the C and the U. You can catch me on Twitter at underscore C U A T R O I V. Slick Rob, where can I find you? Slick without the C underscore Rob to be underscore on Instagram. Robert W one one six on Twitter. We like it. We like it. And check out me and Ty's first season of Brackets and B-Rolls. Anywhere you find podcasts, catch us on Instagram at Brackets underscore, no, Jesus, at Brackets underscore B-Rolls. Is that, why am I folding on what it is? <laughs> I feel like it's Brackets underscore B-Rolls. Hold on. Sorry. Yeah, my bad. I don't, I don't know why I was tripping. Brackets underscore B-Rolls, same handle on Twitter. Uh, like I said, we did wrap up our first season, Wise Guys and Mob Ties. Check out, um, our first season to see us rank and seed crime and gangster films. It was really fun to do that with Ty season two coming soon. Um, anything else? We're sniffing up on a hundred episodes, guys. I think this is 83, 84, I believe. Um, we're sniffing up on a hundred episodes. So stay tuned for that. Um, yeah, man. Thank you guys for listening. We love you guys. Cafeteria talk. Is out. Cafeteria talk.